0: I'm Rob. I'm Michelle. And this is two, two librarians walking Walk to a, a shelf. shelf.
1: All right. So, I'm Melanie Thornton, and I am the Director of Public Relations for the Huntsville Madison County Public Library.
0: Well, we were just so thrilled that you were able to find some time to come out here and talk with us today.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm pretty excited. I've been looking forward to this all week. It's like the highlight of my week.
0: Good. Okay. It's the highlight of ours, too.
1: Oh, yes. great. Yes. Thank you. You're our biggest library supporter.
2: so
0: We appreciate it. Oh, thank
2: sure. you. So it, we have two new library branches coming up. I know one in April. When's the next one opening? Late summer. Okay. That seems like a, a good timeline for two openings.
1: It's a great timeline. And it, it really keeps us on our toes. And I think it keeps the community on their toes. We're very excited about what these two new libraries are going to bring to Huntsville. They're beautiful. I've seen some pictures. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited to see them. Yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty gorgeous, pretty amazing. I was at the North Huntsville branch yesterday actually recording a video with a company to do marketing. And I think one of the things that we really like about it, and it's very reminiscent to the Madison branch here, is that it's just very sleek and modern. A lot of clean lines, a lot of really vivid colors. So people are going to feel right at home whenever they walk in. Gone are the days of the stuffy library. Yes. Yeah. People always say out here, it's not quiet in here. We don't necessarily
2: want it to be quiet.
1: This is a modern library. Exactly. Libraries are not quiet anymore. No. One of the best quotes that I've heard about libraries recently is that they're community living rooms. Oh. I like that. Yeah. So I think it really just kind of describes what we do best. Yeah. So I know part of your job is managing library social media. Yes. Do
2: you enjoy that part of your job?
1: Um, some days I do. Some days I don't. It just really <laughs> depends, uh, you know, what's going on in the world. You know, we get a lot of engagement some weeks. Some weeks we barely get any. It just It's just really reflective of what's happening in society at the moment. But it's been an interesting journey doing social media with the library because, you know, when I first started, we had, I think, 37 pages because no one really knew what they were doing. And we've kind of figured it out along the way. And, you know, we have a pretty big following. So, especially on Instagram. Do you read the comments? Yes. What's
2: your favorite comment?
1: One of my favorite comments is that no one goes to the library anymore. What? Yeah, it's crazy. We see so many people in here every day. I know. And we are one of the busiest library systems in the state of Alabama. Right. So, you know, obviously we know that's a lie, but it is a misconception that, you know, no one uses libraries anymore. So I always, I always have a really good time responding to that one. I use my little elevator speech about, you know, we have over 1.1 million visits, you know, in 2019, and 2.4 million items were checked out at the library. So it's very much being used. Huntsville and the Madison County area love their libraries. I'm thankful. Yes, I am too.
0: What job about you, security. Ron? Job security. Yes. As long as they, as long as they come and uh, use our stuff, we're going to be here.
1: Exactly. I think people were getting a little nervous about us during the pandemic. Oh sure. But man, didn't we just rock it? We. I think we did. Yeah. We felt like rock stars out here most every day. It
2: felt. I don't know. It was interesting. It was interesting to work at the library during that time.
0: It was exciting. It was it like was. reinventing what we were doing. Like, how do we? do something as close to what we were doing, but with all the new restrictions. Yeah. And uh, I think I think we figured it out.
1: I think looking back on it, I think that's probably one of the moments that I'm going to be most proud of is how we handled the pandemic and how we really came out as community heroes. I mean, people who didn't love us before fell in love with us, you know, when everything was shutting down. Yeah. And I think – there was like this renewed sense of the importance of the library and i worked really hard to get that message out there you know we had an article that made the us news and world report about how we were handling the pandemic so yeah i
2: think as a as a system we knocked it out of the park but we were also very lucky to have an
1: advocate like you out there on the internet thank you i think for especially in the early days of the shutdown it's like you know i was the voice of the library it yeah. was a little a little scary <laughs>
0: Oh, I bet. Because <laughs> you you were still working. Yes. Like uh, some of us, we, we were just off, but you were working every day.
1: Yeah, long days. I bet. Every day. The whole time we were shut down. Answering questions, doing interview requests, answering a lot of questions. Oh, yeah. Boy, did we have a lot of questions. Yeah,
0: When's the library going to open? Did you hear that one?
1: Uh, if I had a dollar, every time I heard that one, I could retire now, Rob.
0: Yeah. Gone.
2: What do you say when someone says that no one reads
1: print books anymore? Well, I tell them that print usage is up. Just last year, print usage is up 8%. Uh, I believe the year before that, it was close to 10%. do not quote me on that, that part. But, yeah, print usage is up. I mean, I think especially the younger generation – Prefer print books. Especially now that we all just look at screens all the time. Exactly. I think, especially the cost of ebooks mm-hmm. are just so expensive. You know, I, I could buy a print book and then donate it to the library if I wanted, or lend it to a friend, or fill it up my shelves at my home library. But ebooks, it just sit there taking up storage. Yeah,
2: there's just a one, one time kind of use
1: situation. Right. Now, the only time I do read ebooks is if I'm using Hoopla. Which, as y'all know, we're all big fans of. Mm-hmm. I
0: love Hoopla. Yes. I never read any ebooks until we got Hoopla. So yeah. I'm just coming to it. And it's nice to read a bunch of stuff that I don't have to make space for at the house. Exactly. <laughs> read it and just go on to the next yep. and not worry about it. Yeah, it's been great.
1: So what are you reading now? So I just started reading a novel. It's a new release. It's called The Paris Library. Mm-hmm. It's a historical fiction novel. It's about the American Library in Paris right before World War II. I'm 70 pages into it, so so far so good. But, yeah, I have read 26 books this year.
0: Wow. Yeah. Jealous.
1: What's your favorite one so far? So far, uh, The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. I love that book. Yeah, that was the one I finished first at the start of the new year. And then something happened in February, and I I just turned into, like, a reading psycho. And I (laughs) I think I read, like... Half of the 26 was I read during February. I don't know what happened. I just spaced out and ignored everybody in my house and just read. I'm Sometimes sure. you got to. Yeah.
0: That's, yeah. That's well, that. I
1: told my husband, I said, I think I'm trying to avoid something big in my life and I haven't figured out what it is yet, but I'm going to continue <laughs> reading. So I adjusted my reading challenge. Now I'm feeling pretty confident I can read 50 books this year.
0: Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. You could take a couple months off.
1: I think so. <laughs> I really and get
0: do. Back to it and yeah, be it, fine. it
1: actually kind of just started as a joke about. Well, I'm going to read all romance novels during the month of February, and, and then I just kept reading and reading and reading, and you know, romance hoopla.
0: romance novels, as we all know, can be a little addictive.
1: Well, I took a little bit of inspiration from you guys.
0: Uh oh, <laughs> what did you read?
1: Well, I, I had already read that the Rogue book, mm-hmm. so I read a couple of more of hers. Christy Caldwell is a really good romance author. Tessa Dare. Mm-hmm. I did not read the Bridgerton books. I okay. will not read the – because I already saw the series. So I, I think they made good changes when they did the series. So if you've seen the series, I think it's better than the book personally.
2: Oh, really? I think so because I like the changes that they made. But Tessa Dare is one of my favorites. Those yeah. are
1: always good. I read a lot of trashy romance. Nothing wrong with that. You it's know how we love those right? here, so – Well, and Hoopla just has a lot of really good ones. They do. And now I'm starting to focus more on historical fiction. So I read uh, The Four Winds by Kristen Hanna. That was an amazing book, if you haven't read it yet. It has, I'm not even kidding, 148 holds on it right now. Are you serious? Serious. Maybe I should donate my copy.
2: The library would love
1: that. (laughs) (laughs) And I also just finished um, The Nature of Fragile Things. Mm -hmm. That's another new release. Uh, that one's about the San Francisco earthquake at the right at the turn of the century. That was a really really good book. Probably one of my favorites this year. Okay. What's your favorite book of all time? So you know, I was going to tell you guys that I didn't have one, mm. <laughs> but I, I, I had to really think hard about this. And I re- I went back to my bookshelf last night to see you know what books did I keep. Mm-hmm. You know, because we have moved around so many times that I've had to purge books over the years. So I, I just have a really small collection of books that I've kept. And one of my absolute favorite books is the Autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman. Really? By Ernest Gaines. Have you read that book? I have. Yeah. We read it in 10th grade. hmm And I've kept it. ever like Since then, I still have the copy. I still wow. have my copy.
2: Do you really? I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite books.
1: It's because it's a hard book. Like, that's not a happy book. It is not a happy book, but... But I still have my copy. I think for me just, and I probably didn't realize it at the time, that it would be one of my favorite books. I, I think, being the age I was when I first read it, it was the first, my first exposure to racism Okay. in, in a post-Civil War America. And it was the first time I was really introduced to that. It's a heavy topic, but, mm-hmm. you know, I grew up in a little Catholic community and you know didn't really have a lot of understanding of what outside world looks like and and I think I think that's why it just captivated me and it yeah. just stayed with me and, and I had the pleasure of meeting Ernest Gaines oh wow a couple of times you know he was from Louisiana and he was uh, the a professor writer in residence at the University of Lafayette in Louisiana so I got to meet him that's cool what was your favorite book like as a kid? What children's book stands out? So I do have one okay. for this. Stone Soup. Okay. Oh,
0: I know that one.
1: But but this was the one by Anne McGovern. It's the one it's it's based on a French folktale. And you know, the, the two people the two guys or kids come into town and they convince the old lady to make stone soup and then everybody starts contributing to the pod. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that one? I do. So I had, that that was my absolute favorite book as a child. And I remember my mom had to buy me another copy of it because I wore the pages out so much on it. I don't know if I still, yeah, I don't think I have it anymore. I don't have any of my childhood books, but I do remember that. And then, of course, as I got older, I enjoyed the Baby Sitter's Club. Oh, yeah. Series. That was great. They were. Yeah, Stacy was my favorite character. Dawn was mine.
0: (laughs) I think that there's a group of people that read that. Uh, I forget which branch I was at when I was a floater, maybe Hazel Green. And a young lady came in, uh, probably in her late 20s, early 30s, said she was visiting. She wanted to, do do we have any babysitter clubs? She's like, I just feel like reading them again. So uh, that kind of, I just feel like they were probably pretty huge when they came out. They were. They were all over the place, weren't they? That's kind of cool.
1: Yes, yes. They were a a
2: big deal. Um, There was a time when my parents refused to buy me anymore because I would have them read before we got home from the bookstore.
0: That's ridiculous.
2: So they were like, you can get them from the library, but we're going to need you to buy books that don't take you 30 minutes to read.
1: (laughs) It's true, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you would spend, I mean, probably back then it was $6, $5 -hmm. for a book and- Yeah, 30 minutes of entertainment that that gets expensive. It does. And so they were just that's why libraries are so valuable. Yes. You have saved so many dollars at your library today. You really have. You know, actually, in the last annual report that we did, I wanted to kind of play around with this idea of talking about how much money the community has saved collectively by using the library just last year Mm -hmm. during a pandemic year. And we came up with a number based on what the average cost of a book is you know, times their circulation. And it was $66 million. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's impressive.
1: It it, it really is. And I put that in the annual report. And, you know, I had a few people email me and say, wow, you know, what a great return on investment. And I said, exactly. I mean, libraries really are a great return on your investment, especially since our funding level is about $17 per capita. Wow. That goes really far. (laughs) It really does. Imagine what we could do with more. So if if every resident checked out one book, mm-hmm. they already got a return on their investment. That's pretty awesome. It is. I'm going to think on that. That's That's pretty cool. I mean, it can also be used to make an argument about why we do need funding increases. I think so. Look, we're great stewards with your money. Yeah. What a great message. Thank you. Yeah
0: is there anything you can tell us about the new library that's opening up
1: so the new library is going to be located at the dr robert Sherney legacy center in north huntsville off of sparkman drive it is an amazing location as you know it's next door to where the old library was located in that double wide trailer so what they have done was they have built this amazing complex around the library um, there's walking trails pickleball courts you know, picnic pavilions and this really amazing playground for children. Um, and I think that's probably one of my favorite things about this library is because you know, as a family, you, know, you could really spend many hours just there. So it becomes a destination, you know, instead of, okay, let's go to the library story time. I mean, you could really pack a picnic. Yeah. You could go to story time, check out books, and play on the playground. You know, as a mother, especially a mother of young boys, or, you know, it's really a great place to go. It will be. We're excited. This library in particular, uh, the focus of it is going to be workforce development. The Bessie K. Russell Library had the highest computer usage in the system. Wow. So, what they're doing is, you know, in addition to a laptop kiosk like the one that we have at Madison um they have a workforce development lab and we have a dedicated workforce development technician someone who will train people on how to use those vital computer skills to be able to be competitive in the in the workforce
0: well, that's amazing so
1: that's a great resource so we have big plans for it awesome so and then the South Huntsville library the construction is wrapping up on that one we're looking at early summer to finish the construction but then it takes takes a couple months to move into a building like that and get everything ready yeah and open so so that's why we say late summer opening is our goal well
2: that'll be here before we know it
1: and as you know that one is at the Sandra Moon complex you know so we'll be neighbors with Arts Huntsville and then also you know a lot of great facilities there so it'll it'll be like a another destination
2: it's really turning out to be a a beautiful use of the space
1: it really is yeah, and you know, South Huntsville is going to be very modern, very sleek, a lot of really good open spaces, which is something I think people appreciate
0: even more now. Yes. Definitely, definitely.
2: Yeah, and all the beautiful green space yes. as well. Well, is there anything you would like to tell our listeners that you don't think they know about the library?
1: I think we've revealed a lot today. Okay.
0: Like where do you keep all the volunteers? <laughs>
1: We keep them in the annex. <laughs> the fourth floor annex. The third floor annex.
0: And does somebody just feed them every couple days or something? Actually,
1: you know, that third floor annex space is really fascinating to me because it is an unfinished space and it's used as a storage room, but it has the best views. Yep.
0: It does. And
1: I'm thinking, you know, what were they thinking like when they did this? Like you know, I've even threatened to move my office back there in the, in corner. the annex. Yeah, so everybody will just leave me alone. I'm like, I'm going to move my office to the annex so I can have this amazing view of the city and then be left alone. So that sounds pretty ideal. It really does.
0: No one ever goes back there. Or do they now? Like, is it kind of cleaned up now?
1: It's been cleaned up a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Shalise goes back there a lot. Because she has her, like, frozen storage books back there. Like, she does something with frozen books. She freezes books and does something back there with them. But
0: And that keeps them fresh longer?
1: Yeah, it, I think it kills mold. Wow. It's yeah, really, it kills it's mold really and anything else that might be growing on the book. Yeah.
0: And that's important. It is. That's what you've learned time and time again.
2: Yes. Get <laughs> yeah. the moldy books out of the library. <laughs> it will spread, and then they'll all be moldy.
1: Because it, it, it really does spread very quickly. Yes. So we have this really neat freezer um, I, I saw it whenever it was being delivered, and I was like, wow, this is really fancy for us. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was really, really cool. So they keep it. I think it's still in the first floor because it's so big and heavy that they couldn't bring it up in the elevator. And, and then they, they put the books in there, and they wrap them, and they freeze them. and It's just this really interesting process. So.
0: And is it just books, or does somebody have, like, ice cream and... TV well, you know,
1: I, I, I di- but it's
2: the mold freezer, so you don't want to put your food in there. <laughs> well,
0: but but we know how people are. It's a freezer. I know. I don't have to walk up to the third floor to put it in the freezer up there.
1: I imagine that might be an issue, like when we start having events again. You know? okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it's> like- <laughs> Somebody might want to use the space. You can put all these
0: drinks in here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, those mine. exactly.
2: We once found, like in the kids' room, we found a biography of Louis Pasteur that was covered in mold. <laughs> and to this day... I get the most enjoyment out of that. It was covered in mold. Really? Yes.
1: And you got enjoyment out of it?
2: Because it's a biography of Louis Pasteur. I know. It's it was pretty cool. And if you don't know, he discovered penicillin <laughs> because he was messing around with mold. The irony. Right? It's just, <laughs> you know.
0: Only in a library.
2: It's been like three years and I'm
1: still tickled by that. So <laughs> anyway. Well, as you know, I, 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 you may not know this. I moved offices. Yeah, I used to be like in the corner, mm-hmm. but like pretty much by myself. And then I moved into like the office inside the administrative area. So now I can see all three floors of the inside of the library from the atrium and, and I'm constantly distracted.
0: I'm Sure. There's always something going on, isn't there?
1: There is. And, and, and it, it's just so fascinating to me. So, you know, I'm trying to write something or, you know, work on press release or whatever. And. Yeah, I look over all the time, just to see what's happening. Mm-hmm. And it really is. I mean, it is a even in the COVID world. You know, we're very busy. Yeah, yeah, it's a hustle and bustle in place. Definitely, it's probably not a good a good thing that I get distracted so easily like that, but it happens.
0: It's gonna happen to the best of us.
1: Yep. Yeah, I don't know how you guys do it here. We don't. <laughs> we don't either. <laughs> I mean, I, I've been in your workroom before. I was like, how does anybody get any work done here?
0: Work, Schmerk. <laughs> I don't come here to work.
2: So that brings us to our last bit.
0: We're going to
1: play the library game.
0: The big library game that everyone dreads.
1: Oh, I don't, I'm don't. i not dreading it. I'm okay. excited about this. All right. Okay. Well, yeah. You want to so, explain the game?
0: Yeah. So, you know, it's our version of Kiss, Mary, Kill. Mm-hmm. Only it's... Display, shelf, discard. Okay. So display would be what's the who's the author or the type of book that you'd want everyone to see when they first walk into your library? Who's the author or type of book that you will always have on your shelf? Mm-hmm. And then who just has no place in your library?
1: Display. I would say anything by Kristen Hanna. Okay. Shelf. What about uh, David... I don't know how to say his last name, but I see his, I see his covers all over the place. Baldacci. Yes, Bell I wanted to say Balducci, but I don't think that's right. It's Baldacci. David Bald- Baldacci. Baldacci. Baldacci.
0: Balducci is better.
1: Okay, and then completely get rid of discard. Yeah. Yep. James, Out of there, James Patterson, <laughs> hands down. Okay. All right. We're like ten for ten on James Patterson.
0: <laughs> that's right. So that leads us to something else. But thank you so much. For coming out and talking to us today.
1: Well, thanks for for letting me ramble and stuff. (laughs) Anytime. (laughs) The voice of the library. I don't I don't talk enough, so (laughs) this is great, giving me more outlets to run my mouth. Heck yeah.
0: (laughs) They did the same for us.
1: Yep. (laughs) For better or for worse.
0: All right, so now it's uh, book club time, like yeah. we said. This uh,
2: month's book club pick, Along Came a Spider by James Patterson.
0: Yeah, we picked James Patterson this time. Um,
2: we felt bad for ragging on him all the time.
0: And we, we thought we'd give him a break, and so what we read was Along Came a Spider. Um, did not realize this this is the first Alex Cross novel. Yeah. James Patterson is a number one best-selling author. I mean, you read it just like I did. Uh, "Long Came a Spider begins with the double kidnapping of the daughter of a famous Hollywood actress and the young son of the secretary of the treasury. And uh, Alex Cross is in it and there's a spider.
2: Is that just what's on the back of the
0: book? Is no, re- no, 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 no. There's all kinds of stuff on the back of the book. Um, Dallas Morning News calls Cross is one of the greatest creations of thriller fiction. And then on the front of the book, it says that it's a number one national bestseller. And that the New York Times said James Patterson does everything but stick our finger in a light socket to give us a buzz.
2: It does not say that.
0: It does. So.
2: So you didn't read it?
0: Well, that's that's not entirely fair. Um, I didn't. I do. Did, I, it's a number one on Chicago. Tri- yeah, no, I didn't read it. Okay. I didn't read it. And ah. uh, I'll let, oh yeah. Okay. Why don't you talk about it then?
2: I didn't read it either. Yeah,
0: either. That's what I thought. And it's- now I feel bad.
2: <laughs> I know. I do too. I like James Patterson, the person.
0: Yeah. James Patterson, the name on all these books, not so much, but the guy is actually a pretty cool guy.
2: He has donated millions of dollars Funding school libraries across the country. He has created, like, na- endowments for teacher scholarships at, like, 21 colleges. His website, Read, Kiddo Read, helps parents find books for their kids, not just his books, that he thinks that their kids will like. Like, if your kid likes this, your kid might like this. Like, it's a pretty nice website. If you ever see him in an interview, he looks like America's grandpa. I just, like... I feel bad ragging on him.
0: Yeah, here we are. <laughs> ragging on him. Ragging on him, like, all the time. Like, this guy didn't do anything to us, but, you know, he did his job really well and wrote a bunch of books that everyone and reads. And everybody likes him. I think you said uh, he was on Castle?
2: He was. So if you ever watched Castle, Richard Castle would have his, like, writer buddies over to talk about his novel or whatever, and James Patterson was one of those guys, and they actually brought on the authors themselves to do this, like, poker game or whatever. So, you know, he always seems so nice and, like, happy and helpful, and I know that's a character on a show, but, like, I'm pretty sure they base those characters on the people because that's how he seems in any interview you see him in. I don't know. I just feel bad for, like, not liking his book and, like, deleting him out of everybody's hypothetical fantasy library.
0: Yeah, well, um
2: he's doing all right for himself though
0: yeah he' don't, yeah. He, he doesn't care no I th- I think that he would know that we're just kind of goofing and I don't think he's I don't think he's worried about <laughs> us
2: I did read a couple of reviews and one of the reviews was talking about how bad the romance scenes are in this book oh and how one uh, this is an actual quote from the book and then we did each other
0: oh. Is it about teenagers?
2: No, oh. no. That's that's Alex Cross and the love interest in the okay. book.
0: Spoiler alert! They did each other. Well, that's <laughs> sweet. Oh, <laughs>
2: but the line is, "And we did each other." <laughs> I have then, higher expectations.
0: And then we were done. <laughs> and then we saw. And then we had a crime to solve.
2: In the same way that this podcast found itself as a Matthew McConaughey fan podcast. We found ourselves as a James Patterson haters podcast, but not intentionally. And we just want to make the record straight.
0: Yes. No, we, we love James Patterson. We, we do love getting his books. They fly off the shelf. We're so happy that everyone enjoys reading them. Yes. And you guys get on the list of holds for them and wait it out and then uh, just devour them as they come out. So you can't ask for more than that. So thanks James.
2: Everybody has a book. You just have to find it. And he's definitely helped people find their books.
0: All right. Well, I think that's it for today. Uh, You know what we say, no matter what they tell you, no matter how they, (laughs) (laughs) no matter what they tell you, no matter what they say, remember what we say. Don't Don't trust robots. The views expressed by the hosts are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the Huntsville-Madison County Library System. For more information on the Huntsville-Madison County Public Library, visit us online at hmcpl.org. If you'd like to learn more about some of the topics discussed today, visit your local library, which is us. No representation is made that your librarian is more knowledgeable than other librarians or that they have any expertise on your particular project.
1: That is hilarious. Y'all do stuff like this all the time?
0: Just to break okay, the ice. We're... Okay, so, all right. So, Are we going to
1: edit this out? Yeah, oh, that, absolutely. That was for us. <laughs>